one of my earliest memories is his putting me on his shoulders and uh, carrying me through the house and forgetting that there was a divider between the rooms and knocking me off. My head hit the divider between the rooms and knocked me off. Jean Graham Ford is Billy Graham's little sister, or as she would put it, Billy Frank's little sister. As Billy Graham's sister, she's got some heartwarming and humorous memories to share with us today. But life has not always been easy for Jean, especially after the death of her son, Sandy. Sandy was 21 and he died on the operating table. So you say, why? Well, of course, there's no answer. Why, God, do people have to die? A daughter or a son, sudden and so young, long before their time. Jean Graham Ford's daughter, and Jean herself, for that matter, have also dealt with serious health issues. But through it all, Jean knows that Jesus has been with her. She's going to share more about that and more about Billy Graham on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. By the way, we are actually recording this episode of GPS from the home where Jean Graham Ford and her brother Billy grew up. Later on, you're going to hear some memories from Billy Graham himself. I was a boy. And every Saturday night, my mother always gave us a bath in a great big tin tub. And she taught us John 3.16. I never forgot it. And other verses as well. That my mother and her faithfulness out on the farm in North Carolina taught her children. The message of John 3.16, that God loves you and sent Jesus to be with you, is especially important to remember this Christmas season. You've probably been through a lot in 2020, and we hope you'll take some time to embrace the hope and the joy and the peace that come with celebrating our Savior's birth. It's not difficult to catch the Christmas spirit in this house, as it is very much a home above a memorial, if you will, for a family. And right now, all decked out for Christmas. Yeah, right behind us is the, I think would have been the office where Mrs. Graham would have taken care of the books for the Graham Dairy Farm business. And there's a Christmas tree in there. It's loaded with ornaments and tinsel. Yeah, poinsettias, garland up the staircase, almost smell something baking there. And you would get that aura here at the Graham home. It's easy for us to pay a visit here because the house is on the campus of the Billy Graham Library in Charlotte, North Carolina. And right now, Christmas at the library is in full swing. Yeah, Christmas at the library. That's an annual tradition here at the library. It includes everything from a live nativity to horse-drawn carriage rides, and there's thousands of little twinkling lights on display in all the trees. And of course, we are all being cautious here about COVID, too. You can find out more about Christmas at the library by going to billygramlibrary.org. That's billygramlibrary.org. GPS. God. People. Stories. The original location of the house where we are right now was at the Graham Dairy Farm just a few miles up the road. It's a modest two-story brick colonial, and Jean Graham Ford remembers it well, except for one part. You will not believe this. Until I was about 10 years old when my sister was married, I don't know where I slept, and neither do any of my siblings. 
So I didn't have a room until my sister moved out when I was about 10. They did not expect me, so they had not built a room for me. But when you walk up the steps, the first room to the left was my brother's room, uh, Melvin and Billy, then my sister, and then my mother and daddy, and then a guest room. Jean is the youngest of the four grandchildren. There was a 14-year age difference between her and her beloved big brother, Billy Frank. One of my earliest memories is his putting me on his shoulders and uh, carrying me through the house and forgetting that there was a divider between the rooms and knocking me off. My head hit the, the divider between the rooms and knocked me off. And uh, that was not a very happy first memory, but that's sort of my first memory. But in my eyes, he sort of could do no wrong. You know, being so much older, he's sort of like a second parent. And I've always just adored him. Billy Graham, who was the oldest of the kids, often shared his memories of growing up on a dairy farm, and particularly when he was fond of sharing the early mornings he spent milking cows. We asked Jean if she ever milked the cows, too. Yes, I did. Did you really? And I loved doing it. I was a tomboy. And Melvin called me TB all the time. Uh, I loved to be outdoors um, driving the tractor or the wagons, the mules, playing with the goats. I loved all that. At that same time, Gene had already begun a relationship with Jesus. Billy had a dramatic conversion experience. I did not have that. I grew up knowing God, loving Him, questioning some of the things that have happened in our lives, but I've never had any rebellion. That lifelong relationship with Christ is due, at least in part, to the faith Jean saw in her father and mother. Mother was the most wonderful, godly, Christian, Southern lady who had flaws. I don't want to say she was perfect, but her influence in our life is immeasurable. Why did Billy go in the ministry? So many reasons, but certainly mother in her prayers. Jean also credits her mother in Billy's decision to attend Wheaton College just outside Chicago. That's where Jean would eventually go to school, too. And it's where Billy Graham met his future wife, Ruth. Wheaton was on the other side of the world. Nobody had ever heard of Wheaton. And mother just prayed him there. The same for me. Her influence of having the open scriptures in her lap, her trust in the Lord is just, she went through really, really hard times in her life. And to see her trust and confidence in who God is. And I think we all would say that her life was certainly influential in also was my father. Jean remembers a particular time when she asked Billy what he remembered about their dad. He said, oh, he was the most gentle man I ever met. And he said he was a man of prayer. And he said, I would rather hear him pray than anybody ever. In just a minute, you're going to hear how prayer and faith carried Jean and her husband through a very difficult time. But first, here's the story of how Jean met her husband, Evangelist Leighton Ford. Billy went to uh, Canada, where my husband is from, 
And Leighton was head of Youth for Christ in his hometown when he was 15 years old. He was tall. He was 6'4", and everybody thought he was older, and they asked him to be head of Youth for Christ. They had a 1,000 people on Saturday nights, and um, when he was about 16, I guess, he invited Billy to come and speak to a Youth for Christ rally, and he met Billy then. And Billy told him about a kid sister, and he told Leighton about Wheaton. Billy came home and told me about a young Canadian he had met. So when we got to Wheaton, um, some months later, we met each other, and on our second date, we, we fell helplessly in love. And people say, you can't fall in love. We fell in love. And then uh, on our third date, we went to hear Billy preach in St. Louis, I think. And Billy took me aside. He said, if I went around the world three times, I could never find anybody I'd rather for you to be married to. But by then, we were in love. So. Jean and Leighton got married in 1953 and spent the next three decades serving at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. They went on to have three children, their daughter, Debbie, and two sons, Kevin and Sandy. Sandy was born in 1960 and accepted Christ while watching one of his uncle's crusades when he was six, and he was quite the athlete. But around the age of 14 or 15, Sandy was diagnosed with a somewhat rare heart disorder, and he only lived about another six years. Sandy was 21, and he died on the operating table. So you say, why? Well, of course, there's no answer. And when I get to heaven, I don't, I won't ask that question. I won't need to. Uh, how did we get through it? We, we made that decision that night. Either God is the God of the scriptures, and he is good. And I want to tell you, we did not feel he was good that night. So the feelings we had um, did not coordinate with what we knew to be the truth of God's Word. And without seeming to be um, pious, God's Word is really what got us through. Depending on what He said and who He was in the Scriptures, even when we weren't feeling that way. Um, And all of our family members reacted differently, uh, different times. Some would be angry, some would be depressed. We all handled it differently, and so therefore we had to handle each other differently. But how do we get through it? I don't know that we're through it yet. It's now been almost 40 years since Sandy's death in 1981. My mother died in August, and Sandy died in November. And you expect to lose your parents. You don't expect to lose a son. Looking back on this year, 2020, many of us have lost something, whether it was a family member or friend to COVID, or maybe you've lost your job, or even just the normal way of doing life. If that's the situation you see yourself in or someone you love, Jean has some candid advice on dealing with loss. There are no easy answers. What you're feeling could be entirely different from what I felt I think I would try to pick up where you are and encourage you that things will get better at some point when I don't know. So just knowing that that hurt is going to be part of our life really helped. 
The Ford's decision to trust God in their darkest hour helped them later in life when their daughter, Debbie, battled breast cancer. And they continue to learn about and draw closer to God. I think one of the things I'm learning at my old age is to be who God wants me to be and not what anybody else wants me to be. That doesn't mean I don't fit into other people's plans and agendas because I certainly do with children, grandchildren, husband. But um, to learn perhaps more and more about who he wants me to be through the study of the scripture, through the quiet times. I'm sort of a Brother Lawrence type. I sort of pray the work. I pray as I go more than taking it hour or two hours. I do take time every morning and every night, a special time. But we have a conversation during the day, too. And that's what prayer is for me. It's a continual conversation. And so even as I talk with you, I'm praying that God will use this in a way for His glory. But I think He's teaching me a lot about myself God's been teaching Jean about herself and himself for as long as she can remember. When Jean was 11, she contracted polio, and the doctors did not have a very positive outlook. That was a very, very difficult time in my life and in my parents because they were told the first night I would not live. I heard them tell Mother and Daddy out in the hall that I wouldn't make it. But my response, even at that age... I was very sick with a very high fever, but I remember feeling, okay, if I die, I'm going to be with Jesus. And when I breathe my final breath, I'll have no need to fear that rest. This hope will guide me into death. Hallelujah for the cross. What about you? Do you have that assurance? Jean Graham Ford knew she'd be with Jesus in heaven if she died because she'd already given her life to him. And you can do that right now, just in time to fully embrace and celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. Go to findpeacewithgod.net to learn more. That website is, again, findpeacewithgod.net. Or if you'd rather, there's somebody waiting to speak with you. Call our 24-hour prayer line at 888-388-2683. And if you didn't capture either one of those, not to worry. Both the website and the phone number are listed in the show notes. So we've heard a lot from Gene about her brother, Billy Graham. But how about his wife, Ruth? Gene has a special memory to share in just a minute. You're listening to GPS. God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I was a boy, and every Saturday night, my mother always gave us a bath and a great big tin tub. And I remember her saying, I want to teach you something out of the Bible. Billy Graham. And she taught us John 3, 16. I never forgot it. And other verses as well that my mother and her faithfulness out on the farm in North Carolina taught her children. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
God loves you. Whoever you are, whatever your background, whatever you've done, God loves you. And if there's one thing I want you to remember after this crusade is over, if you forget everything else, you remember that God loves you. And He wants to forgive your sins. He wants to save you. He wants to take you to heaven. And that is exactly what Christmas is all about. God giving His only begotten Son because He loves you. Jesus was born so that He could live a perfect life and then die on a cross to pay the penalty for your sins. If you're ready to begin or deepen your relationship with Jesus, go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. Our guest on this episode of GPS is Jean Graham Ford. She treasures the fact that she got to be Billy Graham's sister, and that means she had a double blessing. She was sister-in-law to the late Ruth Graham. Ruth had a great sense of humor that got her through uh, a lot of the difficult areas that they went through with Billy Franks being gone so much. And she just had this wonderful gift of of humor. She had the wonderful gift of poetry. She had a, a laugh that was contagious. And I think the children all were raised in this happy, wonderful atmosphere. We really appreciate Jean Graham Ford joining us on this episode of GPS. Now, if you're in the area and you'd like to visit the exact spot where Jim and I are right now in the house where Jean and Billy Graham grew up, you can. You know, you can also visit Billy and Ruth Graham's gravesite here. Just go to billygrahamlibrary.org to learn more. I'm Phil Fleischman. Yeah, very special place indeed. Merry Christmas, y'all. I'm Jim Kirkland. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you to Austin French and the Newsboys for letting us use their music. G-P-S, God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. In that home, love it had no end. It's where we learn to forgive. 